It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Quickly to Wall. Wall measures. Deal. Gets open for three. Hey everyone, welcome to Locked On Wizards, part of the Locked On Network, your daily news from local experts. Experts. I'm Becca Winker, also known as at BeccaMVP on Twitter. Here with me, my co-host, Quentin Mayo, at T-O-Q-M underscore. Quentin, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. 1 a.m. Initial Reaction Podcast. Wake up, sleepyheads. So, I told Quentin tonight, in the middle of the game, I said... Um, actually, I don't really want to do this podcast tonight. I'm not feeling it. But then, um, overtime came around and a certain guy named Keith Morris came around and I said to him, okay, there's no way we're not doing this podcast tonight. Um, in case you missed it because you were sleeping, I feel bad for you. Final score, Trailblazers 124, Washington Wizards 125. Got to win. Finally, first win of the season. First win of the season. And the people that we talk, I guess, the most about in a derogatory manner are the ones that pulled through tonight. Markeith Morris didn't stop running his mouth all offseason, always getting the technical fouls, always talking trash. He shoots 60% from the field tonight with 28 points and nine boards. And then Kelly Oubre, who I personally like as a person, but on the court he hasn't been his best from preseason. But tonight... Even though he did shoot, what, uh, 9 for 13, 69% from the field. He did great. Tw- 22 points, 39 minutes, and he was great on defense. He was drawing fouls. He was getting re- He was doing it all. So the two guys that are usually the culprits of why we're angry are the two guys that made us smile tonight. Kelly Oubre was great in the clutch. Markeith Morris, even better, hell of a night. Just, like, hell of a night. Three-pointers, like, Keefs on Keefs on Keefs. Like, <laughs> I'm, this like... This is the best game we've ever seen from Keefs since since we traded for him. This is probably the best game he's had as a Wizard. No doubt. And I just want to say something, like, about Portland. Like, Portland is extremely underrated. I mean, they've got so many, like, good players. Like, Dame dropped 29 points. CJ only had 13, but, I mean... Uh, Nurkic had um, 22. I mean, like, 
their whole starting five is just like incredible. So we got to give them credit because like that was not, I mean, obviously we went to overtime. That was not an easy win by all means. But I mean, Portland is just so overshadowed by the other teams in the West, but they're like incredible. They're a great team. They were a third seed in the West last season, even though they did get swept by the Pelicans and Anthony Davis in the first round of the playoffs last year. They're a really good team. They've been around each other for a long time, similar to the Wizards. A lot of their three main pieces have been together for quite some time. Nurkic had a day. He had 18 boards. And Alfaruq Aminu had 15 boards. They shot terribly all night long, but, you know, Dame started getting a rhythm in the fourth quarter. CJ started knocking some shots down in the fourth quarter. Nick Stauskas is the reason why we're probably even having this conversation right now. So the guys, they had both teams had terrible shooting nights, especially in that third quarter, which is virtually unbearable to watch. But um, it did not end without a classic Wizards-Portland meeting. This is like a, a newfound East-West rivalry because the last three times these teams have played with each, against each other, it's been some crazy games. Bradley Beal had 51 points against Portland last year. This year, he still had a pretty good game, 25. I mean, everybody, almost everybody had a great game. Like, let's first talk about Otto Porter. We've been ragging on him. We've been ragging on him. And he didn't make any of his three-pointers. That that was, like, not cool. He um, shot four of them, made zero. But he did have 16 points. And he did a pat. He he was aggressive tonight. He attacked the paint. He did what he was supposed to do. You know, when he's not having a hot streak, he still remained aggressive. So, I think whatever Scott Brooks had to say about him last game took it to heart, and he did a great job. I think the biggest thing you got to take away from that is, like you said, the aggression. He he attempted sixteen shots. Not not all your shots are going to fall every single night. He did attempt them, but the main thing you got to speak about is he's the leading rebounder on this team. He had 10 boards. He had a double-double. So when your shot's not falling, you have to find other ways to get involved in the game. Yes, he only had 16, six made field goals, but he had 10 rebounds. And, um, yeah, he had a block as well and two steals. So he's doing everything he can to um, assist this team, similar to Kelly Oubre when the shots aren't falling. But Kelly had it going on all over the place tonight. But Otto, more specifically, shot wasn't necessarily falling, had to get involved in other ways, and he did his thing tonight as well. Jan Mahimi injured. Um, little concern. Yeah. I didn't see what happened, but um, he's not. I mean, he was pretty much absent. He only played four uh, minutes, so he had back spasms. Another back injury, and then Jeff Green messed. He tweaked his back late in the game on that. Uh, I guess that game overtime ceiling or whatever, Possession, whatever that was. Yeah, yeah, we that really, block to force overtime. We gotta have healthy backs here, guys. Yeah. Um, that, that's just not cool. Um, Mr. Panda, Bradley Beal, 25 points. Um, he took 25 shots, but he made 10 of them. He made um, five for nine three-point, three-pointers, which is great. Um, just a typical game from him. You know, I think everyone on Twitter assumed that he was going to go off on Portland tonight because of previous performances but I mean he did great um John Wall 16 points um how many assists did he have he had he only had six I believe no he had nine he had nine assists so you know what like John Wall did what he needed to do he didn't have like the best games in terms of um missed a couple free throws there at the end um but that's okay because Kelly Oubre made up for what John Wall did not have or other players did not have tonight with 22 points. 
and um, three for three on his three-pointers. He did not miss a three-pointer tonight, which is impressive considering that these past couple games have not been so great for him. Yeah, Kelly, like I said, and we're going to keep keep giving him high praise. He started the season off slow, doesn't really at times um, look like he knows what's going on out there. His court, his court awareness is an, and his IQ Aren't the best all the time, but tonight he came out there aggressive. Um, he was in the paint, using his size, his physical strength um, to finish at the rim, and then he started knocking down his three-pointers. And when you get Kelly uh, a few shots and you get him in a groove and he starts dabbing and blowing kisses to the crowd, then you know you got something <laughs> special for the night. So KO did his thing, spooky Ubre tonight, and I think Steve Buckhands even called him Tsunami poppy tonight if you get steve buckhands to say tsunami poppy that's the real deal it's a good you, night for it's KO. a wrap you can't right. you can't do nothing about it kelly's coming after you doesn't matter who you are um only thing i will say about mr Ubre is that he did have a um tried to put back dunk but um he slammed it too hard and it just kind of i think sometimes you know kelly does tend to do that a lot and i wish that you know he would kind of just do it a little bit more gentle, you know, like you sometimes you just got to get the ball like in the basket. It doesn't matter how hard and crazy you look, you know, <laughs> he's so aggressive. He's, he's so, so aggressive, aggressive. But you know what? We love him for it. And tonight it really paid off. And um, Jeff Green, I wonder if there's a stat for like the most missed putbacks. putbacks. Like, I think Kelly he would misses be up a there, lot of putbacks. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, Kelly, you know what? Like, he had a great game. I think he really feeds off of his confidence once he starts going. Like you said, he can't stop. Mm -hmm. Like, pretty much um, killed it. Um, so MVP, I think we should have co-MVPs. But Markeith Morris gets the slightly higher MVP, and Kelly Oubre is just under him. Um, our backcourt matched pretty well against um, Portland's backcourt tonight. So I think... Yeah. Um, the issue with our um, team these last couple games is that they weren't able to be supplemental to Wall and Beal. And Wall and Beal are doing their jobs, you know, they're doing what they're supposed to do, but we really need the bench and we really need the other um, starters to kind of contribute. And tonight I feel like everybody did what they were supposed to do. I didn't see any, like, outstanding poor performances. Did you see anybody that you weren't, like, happy with? I just wasn't happy with Austin Rivers. Um, he That's went right. one for five on the night. He played 21 minutes, only had three points. I just – he – it's something about his shot. He can't hit his shot. And, um, you know, they're going to – coach is going to keep telling him, keep shooting, keep shooting, you'll get in a rhythm. But Austin just looks like the, the, the most outlying in terms of he's not in the flow of the game. He just – doesn't have a sense of how to play in this system yet. So um, it's, it's sort of a learning curve. He's going from being a starter in L.A. for last season to coming here and coming off the bench again. So um, he's got some learning to do. But three points, one for five. He did hit that one three and then looked. He banked it hard off the backboard and then just started smiling because he was like, look, at least it went in. So he's got some learning to do. But um, Tomas Sadoransi didn't have any points on the night. Um, but he came in with some pace. I like the pace that he brought, especially with Austin Rivers not really contributing that much. Um, Tomas came in, had some pace, and gave them a good 10 minutes, and he uh, he displayed some good defense, so I'm proud of him. I'm super happy. I, I just, like, can't ex express that enough. I know I kind of um, went a little emo on last podcast, but um, <laughs> a couple of people on Twitter were a little concerned about me, but I'm super happy. 
and I think it is time to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to discuss our matchup against Golden State, and we're going to talk about a little bit more recap from this game. Stay tuned. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, welcome back to Locked On Wizards. This is Becca with my co-host Quentin, and we're just recapping the game that we just witnessed. And honestly, I had a tweet earlier today asking, just out of curiosity, how many of you folks would be up for this game? And I, I gotta say, there was a good handful of you you guys that said, mm, the Wizards, no, like I, I'm not, I'm not doing it. But you know what? Like you missed out because they won in overtime fashion by one point, which it was the craziest game I've ever seen in a while. Almost had a heart attack, but a win is a win, so I'm I'm going to accept it. I'm good with it. Y'all got to stay up when Bradley Bill and Markeith Morris take a trip to Portland. Like, you know it's going to be something exciting when they head to Portland. And um, I just thought I, I, I like how Markeith did his thing. I like how KO did his thing. But Bradley had an excellent game, even though he had a, a stagnant third quarter. 25 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists, and a block. I mean, he was doing it all and had no turnovers and held C.J. McCollum to 13 points on 5 for 25 shooting. That is incredible to do. This backcourt is one of the best backcourts in the NBA. And when you talk about the best backcourts in the NBA, you typically talk about Stephen Clay, which they'll be playing in a few nights from now, Wall and Bill, and then you have Dame. And CJ, so to hold this, to, especially to hold CJ McCollum for five for twenty-five, this is probably the worst night CJ McCollum has ever had in his career. So Bradley Bill did it in every facet of the game tonight. I just had to get that out there, Bradley. You did your thing, man. Keep doing your thing because you got a big test in a couple days against Clay Thompson, who did sprain his ankle, so he'll be evaluated and he's on a day-to-day basis. But you got a big test in the Golden State against some guys that um, they typically like playing against the Wizards. They do, and um, when I think about Golden State Wizards matchup, I think about um, that one little um, episode we had with Bradley Beal and Draymond Green kind of dancing Uh, together, and um, Beal ripped his jersey, so that's always a good memory to look back on. And we, honestly, last year, I I gotta say, we did have that game, but of course, you know, in Wizards fashion, they let the lead slip, and we did lose to Golden State. But coming into Golden State now, um, after an intense, crazy game, I think they're really going to have to bring the same energy that they brought to Portland even more because, I mean, the star power on Golden State is just nuts now. So, I mean, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. that's all I can say. That's all I got this, for you guys. This team is just stacked. I mean, we don't even have to have a full segment on Golden State because you know this team is on the brink of a three-peat. And they added pieces like, I don't know, DeMarcus Cousins. So it's going to be a challenge. Um, they're going to have to bring the defensive energy they brought last game to this game. And if you can still, they stole one 
in Portland, which is this whole West Coast road trip was a concern for all of us because you wanted to start off strong at home and then still a few on the road. You didn't want to start out 0-2 at home and then have to get your first win in Portland against the third seed last season. So, I mean, if y'all, Steph had 29 tonight. <laughs> Clay had 16. Draymond had five, and Katie had 22. So they just played back-to-back. Yeah. And they they lost to Denver last night. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, seriously, like, they don't sweat. Like, they don't break a sweat. They just keep moving. So, I mean. And they beat the the Suns the night 123-103. to So, it's a good matchup for both teams. Well, I don't know if it's a good matchup for (laughs) me. I don't know if it's a good match. I don't know if anybody is a good matchup for us. But you know what? Like, we're we're taking this win, and we're running with it because – I mean, we just needed this win so badly. I think it's super important for the Wizards to kind of have this win to boost their confidence, especially going into Golden State, because you know that that's not going to be an easy game by any means. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I, you know, I always consider not staying up, but, you know, (laughs) I have to. And, yeah, I mean, I'm just super hyped. I don't know how I'm going to go to sleep tonight. And can I just say that Portland's crowd was just incredible. Like, yeah. I couldn't believe... Like, the whole place was sold out. Like, I couldn't I couldn't believe it. I mean... That's one of the most underrated arenas in the association. Like, Portland does not get enough respect for their basketball culture. They love basketball down there. I said down there. Over down and up there. there. Over and up there. <laughs> right. Over and up there. Um, they love their basketball. And they love Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. They love that team. So... Um, yeah, they're always a good crowd, but Otto and Markeith has some choice words for them after Otto had that incredible block with the offhand on Damian Lillard to seal the deal. They told, um, I think they told the fans to shut the F up and go the F home. So um, Very classy, guys. Very classy by some two passionate, and we got to clap it up for passionate Otto. Otto had like six instances tonight where he was screaming, yelling at the crowd. He's flexing his muscles. So he had some extra motivation to be hyped tonight. So he did his thing. I really think that, um, I don't know what Scott Brooks said to Otto. I know what he said to us in the press conference, and that was not nice. So I'm sure whatever he had to, well, not nice, I should say. I should say critical. Because you don't see Scott Brooks talking like that. So for Scott Brooks to talk like that, you know um, some stuff went down, like, behind closed doors so whatever he said i mean Otto, you did it you killed it like thank you because scaring me a little bit last couple games um so proud of Ubre. i can't believe that and um i just gotta wall gotta pick it up he can't go five for 19 can't have 16 points you gotta gotta do more he gotta he gotta he got bailed out by his teammates tonight markeith with 28 Auto with twenty two off the bench, so you gotta do more, John. We're, but he did hit the. He did but hit he the. Did, he did what he needed to do, but you know we just need he hit you the to game be a winning, better. like the game ceiling off the glass mid range shot. Killed it, so. John. And you know what? Of course, we missed the one shot that was like super critical oh because Comcast God. just did not. Just felt like you know what? Let me just let's just throw in a wrench for these Wizards fans. I mean, that was so crazy. But maybe we didn't need to see it because I, I don't think I it, wanted to see. I was yeah. my stomach was hurting a little bit, so maybe because the better. replay that possession did not look good at all when we saw the replay. I was like, what? What was John going to do with that? He was going to step back and shoot the three. So I'm glad he did pass off the bill, but maybe it it was just in our best interest as Wizards fans to not watch that. 
God was definitely on our side. He was looking out for us because I just, like, I don't think I could have handled that. But when I heard Steve Buckhand screaming, like, you know, it's their dagger, whatever, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, is this, like, are, are they messing with me or is this actually happening right now? Like, am I it's in the Twilight so Zone? Maybe. Wizards. So wizards that the, that the feed just stops working when uh, Bradley Bill hits the game tying three. Comcast, you're on so wizards mode. So coming into Golden State, who do you, who would you like to see step up for that game? Um, I think it has to be Otto, Kelly, and Markeith. Basically, everyone who killed it tonight, yeah, gotta do a repeat. Um, if Wall and Bill have play like they played for the majority well it's only been three games but the first two games they've had really good games so um except for this one for john he he did okay but he didn't have his best game so if wall and bill in that backcourt can show out these these other three guys um markeith and auto in the starting lineup and then kelly uber with the energy off the bench they gotta they gotta be the spark because everybody has to be hitting to beat golden state it can't just be two three it has to be everybody the bench has to produce two because the bench of the warriors is arguably one of the best benches in the nba as well so everybody has to be in sicko mode jeff green got to get that back rested up uh tomas gonna have to everybody has to be on one accord and uh yeah we'll see what happens in the golden state wizards i hope you are going on your way home to the hotel tonight i hope you are not out partying um, no parties <laughs> but i know i can't um tell you what to do so <laughs> Hope Mama, you're okay. Mama Becca said, go to bed, children. So it's I time know. to go to sleep. Go to bed, children, because I'm tired and I don't have time to wake up and, for your curfew. Like, I'm not doing any of that tonight. Like, we're done. <laughs> um, Wizards fans, as always, we'd love to hear your thoughts, your comments, concerns. Um, if you want to fight with us, as always, we'd love to fight. Well, Quentin would love to fight you. Um, yeah. <laughs> he, he wants to fight you. So you can find me, as always, at Becca MVP, Quentin. Um, at T-O-Q-M underscore. You've been listening to Locked On Wizards, part of the Locked On Network. See ya. See ya, knuckleheads. Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.